millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Welcome to the Adam Catterall TalkSport Daily Podcast. I know it's normally the Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast, but Charlie Big Potatoes has decided to have a day off, hasn't he? Christmas or something. Anyway, let's start today's show with Drive, where Adrian Durham, let's just say, was on fiery form regarding a certain gravity-defying Juventus striker. It's ground my gears since last night, and it's people banging on about a footballer who has jumped up to head of football. So what? Have you seen the video? Uh, I've seen um, uh, the video of him scoring that goal. With this is Ronaldo. Game. For those who don't know, in Italy last night, it was, uh, was it Juve Sampdoria. Uh, Ronaldo jumped up to head a ball and it went in. And all of a sudden it's gone global and viral and nobody's ever jumped in the air to head a football before. Apparently. His hang time is unbelievable though. Give him credit for that. When he gets up there, it's, I don't know how he does it, but he just seems to just... It's like he's always flapping his wings and he stays up there. Could just tell you the... Nods uh, it in where yeah. he wants. Let me just take, enlighten everybody as to this alleged hang time. It's in slow motion, you idiots. He's not hanging in there for 10 seconds. They slow it down. How stupid are people, really? Honestly, he's not hanging. There's no hang time at all. He's jumped up and then he's hit the ground afterwards. He's not hanging in the air. They've slowed it down, Goffy. So, all right, so what is it then? What separates him in the air from a lot of other players then? Is it his timing? He's, he's a very good header of the ball. There's no doubt about that, but he always has been. This is no different to what he's been doing. Okay, Okay. so what does Messi do different to what he's been doing for the last 10 years? Every week, every time you go on and on and on about Messi, oh, guess what, Messi had another dribble. He does that every week, mate, so what's the point? I don't What's know what, you, what you're talking about now. Well, when, when Messi does summit, something every single week, we go on about it. Oh, Messi, a great role. Oh, well, we don't, do Messi's we? free kick, left ball. We don't. You could have seen Messi dribbling past there and the through ball. They do. People do hate. People go on about Messi all the time. Well, like they're going on about Ronaldo now. Yeah, and I'm so, telling you, he's just jumped in the air to head a football. There's far bigger, better things that he's done in the game than jumped in the air to head a football. <laughs> what is, is a terrific header of the ball, but uh, for this, this is all about what they've started to do on the continent, right, with these uh, directors and, and camera angles and stuff. They've started to really slow it down in ultra HD, so it looks even more impressive than it used to be. We saw it in the German game on uh, on Tuesday night. 
in Dortmund, ball it to the back of the net. You can see every single drop of of water, rain that's been on the on the net splash up in the air. It looks amazing, but it's just like high definition camera. With this, it is incredible slow mo, really fine tuned, and it looks impressive. What makes it look even more impressive is that the defender doesn't jump at all. It's just a professional footballer jumping to head a ball. Slow motion. His feet were above the crossbar. Anyway. Over to breakfast now for Alan Brazil and Steve Harmison talking about sports personality winner, Ben Stokes. I mean, enjoyed talking to Ben Stokes. Of course, he went on to be mm. sports personality. Yeah, here. great. A uh, bit shy at first, but then, yeah. you know, he was he was great. Really oh, enjoyed it. He's a great kid. He's a great kid and he deserves everything he gets. And, you know, I was sitting in here in... You're working on the radio and you're watching the TV and it's a rerun of, of, of Ben Stokes' innings at, at Headingley. What a summer he had. What a summer he had. The World Cup final, the, the, the innings at Headingley. And I think rightly so, being capped off sports personality of the year because of what he did for this nation. He captivated the nation with a World Cup final and the Ashes, even though we didn't win the Ashes, but what he did in it. You know, for me, I think he was a, a worthy winner. I'm unbiased, but I'm always going to say that. But I think he's a, he's just getting better and better as a person, mm. better and better as a cricketer, um, and starting to become the role model that you want him to be um, because he's had some troubles in his life. Now, our very own Santa Claus, Jim White, is still on holiday. You've got to give it him. It's a very busy time of year for him. He's got to get around all them houses, delivering all them presents. Glenn Johnson joined the one and only Natalie Sawyer on the mid-morning show. They were talking about the news that Sven, that's right, Sven Goran Eriksson, wants to return to English football. And they were asking, is the Premier League ageist? Sven, you're an Eriksson. You'd have worked under him. I did. He's done an exclusive interview with uh, the Mirror this morning. And he's uh, talked about how he wants to get back into football, in particular into English football. He says he misses the excitement, the fury, the smell, the obsession with the game in this country. Um, And he says, actually, when jobs come up, his agents do get in touch, but it never goes any further than that. The clubs don't really end up talking to him about it. And I wondered, is that because in football these days we are perhaps programmed into having this modern image in the game that it's all about the young managers. We have this scrap heap nowadays of older managers like Sven, mm. like Sam Allardyce, um, like Neil Warnock now. We rule them out not for their experience but because of their age, don't we? We always mm. say, well, he's 71, he's, he's past it now. When boards and clubs are looking to employ, like you say, the new manager, I think with Sven, yes, he's been a great manager. Yes, he's slightly older than the others but you're kind of not getting nothing new from the older manager mm-hmm. whereas I think now like you say the game has moved on whereas with a, a younger guy they're going to be up to speed with current ways of playing and, and, and whatever and, and you might actually find some a gem out there you might find the next Pep mm-hmm. whereas yeah don't worry Sven Sven and he's been a great manager but you're not going to get nothing new you know what you're getting whereas with Arteta I think you, people are excited by the like, element of surprise if a manager, though, someone like Sven, and you imagine, you know, having time out of the game and, and he's still coaching, as I say, but he's not obviously the cut and thrust of the game at the moment, working out in Sweden as he is. If he's someone that decides, I have to evolve, I have to evolve into the modern game now. So the old tactics of of when he may have been um, managing, manager in the 90s, let's say, if he does decide, my tactics have to change, surely it's worth a shot, isn't it? 
yeah, people can change change their ways, but obviously changing takes time. Some some older people, shall we say, can be set in their ways and, and may not want to change or maybe don't have the time to... Well, they've been may, may have been away from the game for so long that it's changed so quick in the time that they're out that they're sort of... that it, it just takes too long to get up to speed. Now, it was a classic H&J as the boys were joined by gaming expert Jonathan Beals to talk about Puma's new... Get this. Puma's new... £80 gaming shoes. Let's see what you make of this. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. Have you been crying out for, has the industry been crying out for a specialist gaming shoe? Do you know what? No. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Jonathan, no. Okay. So, so yeah, have you, were you surprised by this then? Very, very much so. I have to say, I mean, this is, I mean... Some some of the internet, some of the news stories coming out were describing them as gaming socks. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so they are a type of sock. It's a cross between uh, a slipper, a sock, and a trainer. Yeah. And you do have the three modes. You have the uh, the medial wrap-up grip, hmm. which is the seek mode. Oh, yeah. You have an attack mode. And then you have a kind of heel wrap-up stability, which is a cruise and defensive mode. Of course it is. I mean, if you're playing football, if you're playing FIFA, you mm. might need that. You just want to, you know, just be back on your heels and go into defensive mode. Mm, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm thinking, Andy, you know, if you, if you, I know you have, you've mentioned your aspirations to be a Fortnite professional I'm not sure if the sock is actually going to be... Will, I mean, it might help you. Who knows? Who knows? You know, best, best foot forward. They must feel they must feel there's a market for these though. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have created them otherwise. They must have, they must have been a, a you know somebody saying to them this would be a good idea or or top gamers maybe those playing in the arena saying we could do with something like well, I'm this. I'm sure those Burks H and J will talk about it. Oh yeah, they'll give, we'll give it five minutes of airtime certainly. <laughs> I don't wish to be cynical. Yeah, but uh, this is great marketing, and I think sometimes you can create a product mm. to essentially sell something which you can already have. So, for example, in the food industry, you can, have, you can buy a smoothie machine, which is the same as a blender or a liquidizer, because all you're doing is, is blending up fruit. Mm. And, and it, so, so it essentially does the same thing. Time to get back to drive, and Adrian and Darren were talking about Manchester City. More specifically, who should be wearing the captain's armband? I think Pep Guardiola's made a massive, massive error here and, and let's remember the leadership that was at Manchester City with not just company but Delph as well but Vincent Company was the captain of Manchester yep. City and the proper leader whether playing or not he was the leader and I don't think Pep Guardiola thought through how much his leadership would be missed on and off the field because if he had thought it through properly there's no way he would have given the captaincy allowed the captaincy to be given to David Silva and no disrespect to Silva but it seems he's quite quiet Terrific, terrific player. Absolutely a City legend. But because he's going next year, was it really right that he had the captaincy going forward? And I think Raheem Sterling... It's given... a thank you, isn't it? It's yeah. almost like it's a thank you. Yeah, it is, yeah. And there's no that, that to me is exactly right. It's like a drop-off. It's thanks, and, and let's all say thanks to David Silver every time he wears the armband. The, the lack of intensity is... You can see it in that City side. So with Raheem Sterling, I think the exact opposite would have happened. There would have still been all the tributes for David Silver. All that would have been absolutely fine. Raheem Sterling would have grasped hold of that captaincy and he'd have run with it. He would have been already a leader. He's a leader of men, Raheem Sterling. 
And if you've given the captaincy this season, I think there'll be even more leadership in that City side. And that's exactly what they've needed for a lot of the season, I think. Well, we'll have to wait and see. As, as I said, as the season goes on, it might be a role he gets more and more. Um, all depending on the development of Ford. And we talked last night, three in a row now, mm. he started. And he looks the part, doesn't he? So uh, it'll be interesting moving forward where they go, Manchester City. Who ends up being captain um, if Silver doesn't play most of the games? I think that the David Silver thing, uh, I think, kind of hit a lot of people as obvious. But that's where Pep Guardiola should be exceptional. That's where he should see things you and I can't see. That's where he should be earning all the accolades and earning his money as well. He should have foreseen this lack of leadership at Manchester City. And he should have said in the summer, right, OK, we are going to treat David Silva how he should be treated in his last season at City. But he's not right for the captaincy. He's not right at all. So I'm going to give it to Raheem Sterling, who I can see can get to or aspire to reach the levels of leadership Vincent Company reached at this football club. That would have been really smart management. Adrian Durham here, and you're listening to TalkSport Daily. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, former England striker Emil Heskey joined Hugh Wisencroft and Darren Lewis on kickoff. They spoke about Duncan Ferguson's decision to sub off Moyes Keane. And Emil Heskey had a similar story about a quite well known Czech. I, I came off for Milan Barros in the final, and then Milan Barros got subbed, subbed again, and he was he obviously was crying in the changing rooms. And, was he? Yeah. Um, now, this, that, that, I didn't have necessarily, once I watched it, I didn't necessarily have a problem with with the substitution because if you're a player and I send you on the pitch and I've given you instructions and you're doing what what you want no you've got to come off and and I understand that and especially in them in them uh, tents uh you're at Old Trafford you 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 you're fighting to try and keep <laughs> keep the points and if I send you on with a with a specific instruction and you're not doing that then I need to make a change. Uh, but the only thing I have a problem with is not acknowledging him. Not even looking at him. 
you've got a personal problem then you're you're not a man management you're not a man manager because if you're i bring you off i've got to acknowledge you and that and i've, I've got i've got to say something to you good emma can you tell us a bit about the psychology behind that I, i'm not saying go too deep but when you say not even acknowledging we're not players tell us oh uh, that how, is just a big who wants to be brought on and brought off but if you acknowledge me, if you if I have eye contact with you and and then I and then you just talk to me and and just whisper something, it doesn't even have to be anything, but just whisper something to me and just look. I had to do this because of what blah, blah blah blah. At least I know, but just not even to look at me, even to to, to turn my back, turn your back on me. So it's not it's not the fact that it's in front of seventy odd thousand people and everyone's watching on TV, but it's just this the personal, a, the interpersonal. I think the personal. I think you've got a, you've got a problem there. Neilan Parosh. Remember him? Anyway, uh, we return to Hawksby and Jacobs and the organiser of the World Pie Eating Championship, Tony Callaghan. Join the lads for his annual chat. Love a pie, me. You have a new champion. Martin Appleton Clare is the name we often have to come up with because he, he generally wins, doesn't he? Um, he does, yeah. Martin has won it for about seven years. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he was beaten yesterday. Yeah. Well, last year, Martin, it was against um, Martin and a guy called Ian Gerrard. Mm. So what I decided to do this year was to have a heavyweight championship with those two. Right. Um, in the competition. Just so a head-to-head, head, yeah? Head-to-head, head, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was, uh, we built it as the UEP 27 Ultimate Pie Eating, um, <laughs> which was fantastic. So I went and bought some scales from Asda because I had to weigh them in. Right. And uh, Ian came at 24 stone 4 pounds. Wow. And Martin came in at 21 stone 5 pounds. So we right. got two big lads going head to head for this yeah. fighting competition. The thing is, it's often not the big lads that shine, is it, in the world of competitive eating? I mean, some of the best have been like three stone ringing wet, haven't they, over the years? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's how they put the pie in the mouth. Yesterday I saw a new, new technique. Last year I used chicken pies, so they went down a lot quicker. Mm. This year we used meat and potato, oh. and they, they'd cooled down, so they coagulated. Oh. And they were trying to get them in, and they were mm. more than like buggery trying to get these pies in. But what these two lads were doing was screwing the pie, pies up in the hands. Mm, the, yeah. the hands are like shuffles, incidentally. And they're the screwing them up and putting them into balls and throwing them in the mouth. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a bit yeah. of a choke hazard, isn't it, with the old spud there? It's a semi-warm spud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the spuds, well, well they, they were quite warm initially, but as time progressed, mm. they cooled down. And what they were mourning at, the pies had gone a little cool, so they were more, much for, more firmer, and they couldn't get the lubrication on the pie to oh, get wow. them down. With the news that Carlo Ancelotti is heading to Everton, the kick-off boys had their say, and Darren Lewis is not having it. Of course he's not. He's a Liverpool fan. Everton are, are under construction. Everton needs somebody who's going to get the kind of performances from them that you get that Duncan Ferguson's getting from them at the moment. For me, the right man for the job would have been Duncan Ferguson because those players need to know how to work to get themselves into a position where when they, if they, for example, say they finished fifth or sixth, they got into a European place. Carlo Ancelotti is the kind of guy that attracts the quality that you need to go from a fifth or sixth place into a top four place. Carlo Ancelotti is used to working with top players and getting top players to the next level. Everton are not there yet. That's not being disrespectful to Everton. Anybody who looks at their record this season, 
Defensively, they're not good enough. In midfield, they don't have enough steel and enough creativity. They're not scoring enough goals. They're not able to hold on to the lead. Under Silva, they were the most poor. That they, they, In terms of surrendering an advantage, no other club was worse than Everton. There are so many things structurally wrong with that Everton team. You're asking Ancelotti to do a job he hasn't done with a football club for many, many years. He's got, but he'll be given time. Will he be given time? To actually build what you're saying, but what experience does he have of of working with a club like Everton? I don't think rather than a club like Arsenal, where no. he's got quality players that he could take to that next. He, level. He's just been at Napoli, though. Remember, it's a it's a club. He's just okay. been fired by Napoli. Yeah, and, and I know it didn't work out the way he is, but you're saying what experience has he got of being at a club like that, where the expectations are not quite at the the Champions League winning level of some of the other jobs he's had? Well, he, he's just been at Napoli, and I know it hasn't gone exactly the way he wanted. But Napoli are a huge club. Napoli are Everton are a huge club. So so before anyone comes on and says, yeah, it's like <laughs> Everton. Everton are a huge club, but Napoli are are a a, a, a Champions League club. They are in the Champions League. He's got them through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. They are not at Everton's level. It was another crazy night on the sports bar with the midnight train to madness. All aboard! Tom, right, go on, it's all yours. A few years back, me and the lads um, uh, on our way back from a a award weekend. And uh, so we... We stop at the services now. We'd been prattling around the whole the whole way back, and um, I've got some nuts which I've bought from the services. So my mate's somewhere in the fault, like the court, eating his food. So I've got one of these nuts and I've threw it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to hit him. It's gone past him, and it's landed in a poor woman's mouth. <laughs> Good shot. Now, Good gets, shot, gets, mate. Gets it gets better. So your nuts so, went into a woman's mouth? Yeah. yeah. So unbeknown to me, this woman is allergic to nuts. Oh, no. Oh, my right, God. Right, so at first, she obviously doesn't know what it is, so she's a bit shocked. I'm straight over there. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Her husband obviously sees what I've got in my hand, and he's like, it's not that, is it? And I'm like, yeah. So obviously then she starts panicking she starts like having trouble breathing and stuff obviously you can see what all my mates are doing behind me just absolutely crying oh dear this is a serious um, situation tom the ambulance come and long story short she was all right but obviously you can imagine yeah i was absolutely crapping myself i was thinking yeah. right i've killed a woman yeah. you know what i mean i've tried to throw tried to throw my nuts you put your nuts mate. in her mouth and yeah. nearly killed her <laughs> The crazy calls continued, but with one of our regular guests, the man that normally comes on and talks about the back pages, Simon Johnson, was attending Ali Pali and the darts, and he picked up some friends along the way. <laughs> Have you seen any testicles tonight? Uh, sorry, the, the bus driver's just asked not to use the back door. Um, oh dear, I mean... Uh, that's the theme I, of the I'd show. Li- I'd like to think you wouldn't either, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> The fact uh, that he's got to announce it yes, um, worries me a little. Mind you, it does. I've seen what sort of state they were in last night. <laughs> yeah, no. That, from what I saw tonight, there, there was a there was a real collection of um, fancy dress. I thought you were going to... Um, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah come on, what have you seen? Bu- at the moment, the bus is fairly plain clothed, actually. Right. It's quite dull. Anyone quite trying dull. to enter via the back door? <laughs> yeah, there, there have been a few. They have? And they've been told to go away. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, the driver's not happy. 
The driver's not having it. No. I bet the driver's not having it. Don't blame him, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Quick one on the new Liverpool signing, Mina yeah. Mino. Yeah, great, great signing this. But, but Liverpool uh, got their business done early. This is a, a highly fancied midfielder, 24 years old, £7.25 million, pounds, an absolute steal. Um, yeah, but my fellow passengers agree. And, um, <laughs> and yes, it's... Uh, yeah, Liverpool, <laughs> this, is a guy, <laughs> this is a guy that was um, highly... Uh, highly Highly sought after by a number of clubs, but Liverpool have stolen the march. They seem to get wind of the fact there is. <laughs> you want to join in with a sing song? Is that what yeah, you want to do? <laughs> Feel free, sir. If you want to have a sing song with everybody, you're more than welcome to do so. Na 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 na. Here we here we go. Here we go. See, they're having a good time. There. They're having a whale of a time. They're enjoying themselves. There we go. And that's the end of that, then, is it? That's the end of that, side. Well Cheers, Si. Have a safe journey There you go. There you go. Now, then. I know that you've absolutely loved today's podcast, mainly because I've done it, but you can find this on a day-by-day basis on Acast, iTunes, and Spotify. So if you've got any of them, make sure you hit the subscribe button so we always end up in your inbox and you never miss out on this brand spanking new, world-class content brought to you by TalkSport. Listen, if I don't get to speak to you again, have a wonderful Christmas, wonderful New Year, and I'll catch you next time. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.